Oops, I talk politics, the left-wing political podcast where we talk about political shit and try to make sense of the political world we live in. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. And our usual disclaimer, we're recording Wednesday, February 22nd at 2.39, so everything could be different. <laughs> in one minute. I uh, I have also a second disclaimer. Some assholes are like fixing something outside of my house with tax money. They're investing uh, in infrastructure. So it's kind of loud. So if you guys hear beeps and boops, it's not my robot circuitry shutting down. It's actually some truck outside. Sure, and, and this one it case, isn't. And this one exclusive case. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise I'm malfunctioning. Yeah. There's been a lot of fake news about Phil being a robot lately. Is it fake news? You mean about Phil not being a robot? <laughs> Alright, so speaking of fake news and all that shit, uh, this week we're going to be talking about Pizzagate and the conspiracy, other conspiracy shit. Oh boy. So to start us off, Daryl, tell us about Pizzagate. Alright, cool. Our story begins with the source of all evil villainy and corruption, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> In October 2016, WikiLeaks began releasing emails from the hacked account of John Podesta, Clinton's campaign chairman and central figure in this tangled web. Concurrent to this, a bunch of fake news agencies had started a narrative that data gleaned from Anthony Weiner's devices revealed Bill and Harry were part of a pedophile sex trafficking ring due to their relationship to Jeffrey Epstein, who is an actual pedophile. Okay, now you might be thinking, wow, if uh, the Hillary campaign ha- was involved in child sex slavery and stuff like that, that seems like a big deal. Yeah. But it apparently wasn't. Why not? <laughs> um, who-, who is this Epstein guy? I'm, I don't, I've never heard of him. He was a billionaire that was paying 14-year-olds to massage him topless, I believe. Okay, that sounds pretty standard for him. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and Bill Clinton like Bill Clinton standard. took a lot of rides on his plane, which is called the Lolita Express. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or they, he started calling it that. So that part's real? Yeah. Okay. I say standard because uh, there are creepy billionaires like that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty common. Like, again, the, the... I have this image from 4chan's poll that uh just links every possible like link there could be from clinton to a pedophile so there's a whole bunch of named ones on there is it connected with yarn on like a chalkboard (laughs) i i have to say i i am a little partial to pedophile conspiracies because of how (laughs) often how often they come out uh being true like very recently actually there was a a pedophile sex ring in I don't want to impugn the country if I'm getting it wrong. But I think it's Norway, some Scandinavian country. Um, yeah. And in Britain, a few years ago, among par- members of Parliament, they were all yeah. fucking kids. And like this stuff happens. Yeah, that's why I said uh, like queer billionaires are kind of stand for this stuff because when you have position of power, uh, money is position of power. Uh, you tend to get little boys sent to your house. What? You, you quiet you quiet the parents down with money and shit like that. This stuff does think, fucking happen. Yeah. I think Sly's positing a theory that the only thing stopping us all from molesting boys is that we can't afford no, I'm it. Saying, I'm, I'm, it doesn't saying, stop me. I'm saying people of power who happen to be pedophiles uh, use their money to cover it up. So it's not. So that you're saying there's a link between success and pedophilia. No, I'm just saying that there's a link between. Um, Ryan, uh, stop! A fucking sex ring, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I know, okay. I know, I know. All right. Okay, so so what's the evidence for this? Craig Darryl? Silverman and Bu- BuzzFeed News has like a very comprehensive list of all the fake and fringe news agencies that started promoting this kind of stuff. 
And but from this narrative, users on 4chan and R the Donald began combing through the Podesta emails for wrongdoing, and that's when they stumbled upon the most seemingly in inconspicuous but surreptitiously vile thing possible: people talking about food. <laughs> so in these emails, they they found discussions of people talking about a handkerchief with a map drawn on it, a walnut sauce that Podesta was adept at making, frequent oh, yeah. comments about pizza. And emails from Jay Elephantis, the manager of Comet Ping Pong, where he discussed lawyer-type friends hosting an Obama fundraiser on Thursday night in 2008. None of this sounds like evidence. Well, the hot dogs are the boys. <laughs> the, the Valiant Channel started decoding the message that hot dog is for boy, pizza is for girl, sauce is for orgy, and map is for semen. But this is, this is a common thing about with conspiracy theories is that uh, there's always a code to crack and it's always kind of like out there in the open, but all you have to do is figure it out and it's, it's always consistent. It's like you live in a fucking movie where like you're in like National Treasure 2 yeah, where all you have to do is uncover this stuff. That's, and fight, and you that's one of the weirdest things to me about so much of this is a lot of this is like them flaunting with the power that they feel like they want to get caught like with the illuminati where they want people to that. know they exist and that they're getting away with it i'm gonna go to the super bowl and i'm gonna show my allegiance <laughs> to the illuminati and only those true red-pilled believers will yeah. will understand i think it like, makes it easier easier to uh like it makes it more fun and uh like acceptable to these people uh that this is a conspiracy that you can uh, uh, just figure out, and you can that gives you kind of a leverage over them in a certain sense. Well, I think mm -hmm. in basically any like any group, there's always the like you're either in on it or not. So it's like we see that like in nerd fandoms and stuff, where it's like, oh, you're just like mainstream, you don't understand the real like love of it or whatever. Yeah, and you, I feel you, you, didn't, you didn't figure out that the Marvel's recent uh, minorities characters are all SJW bullshit. <laughs> so you're not in on it. Get the fuck out of here. But I feel like people, especially like. Uh, super i'm trying not to be offense offensive here but like a lot of those like super introverted like guys on the internet like neckbeards yeah <laughs> feel feel like oh well you guys are just sheeple that can't see through the like obvious yeah there's clues. always some veneer to pierce where it's like yeah. i can see that this thing's going on how come like the mainstream media isn't picking up on this <laughs> yeah. there's like more of an insidious underlying yeah because then if the mainstream media isn't picking up on it it's because they must be covering like they must yeah. know it yeah which part of that the graphic that i have links new york times to be like in on this and how they're related to the clinton campaign of course uh, a lot of this is basically the idea of a unfalsifiable hypothesis where Anything you can use to counter these, these arguments, like, oh, the media, why, if this is true, why isn't media reporting it? Because media's covering it up. If uh, this is true about this evidence, oh, that's just a uh, false flag. There's always a way to explain away any contradictory evidence. Basically. Yep, or you just throw the media itself, like, under the bus, where it's like, well, they, they would want to protect Clinton because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but from here, the conspiracy web really started getting absolutely messy as they... Um, <laughs> from were... here... Well, because they started peering into the personal lives of everyone involved, highlighting, like, specific art pieces that Podesta collects as weird and disturbing or going to Elephantis' Instagram and obsessively, like, taking apart and grabbing any picture in which he takes a picture of a child or is next to a child. Yeah, he's around children. That's clearly a sign of a pedophile. Yep. And then people started analyzing the business sign above it and comparing it to, like, an FBI document released by WikiLeaks about pedophile imagery. And then comparing the businesses around it, like, the whole street is in on it. And then, then they start comparing it to satanic imagery and bringing up, like, cult affiliations. It gets, like, real crazy. And a lot of uh, another interesting thing, a lot of conspiracy theorists are very Christian. So they have to... It's not that these people are... 
weird or they're uh, you know they they're they're, they're, they're uh, corrupt. They have to be satanic. They, they have to be. Yeah, they have uh, to be like lawless. Wait, we're on the side of God and on the side of the devil. Basically. Well, what's interesting is some conspiracy theorists would say that this there is a true pedophile ring here, but then people trying to muddy the waters come in and make it crazier. Like there are people who think Alex Jones is there as a CIA operative to say things like <laughs> oh, frogs are gay and <laughs> Satan's whatever. And, Which and, is the thing that Alex Jones actually said, frogs are gay because of the water. Yeah, the, the government puts fluoride in the water to turn frogs gay. Do you know, apparently, <laughs> I was reading up on that for this episode, and, like, there actually is... Uh, a conspiracy to make frogs gay? No, not to make them gay, but scientific, scientific published articles about um, this one thing that scientists were doing that can make uh, male frogs... Turn female if you put the something in the that's water. That's different, though. I know, but that's sexuality what, and gender are different, Phil. But that's what he was citing when he said the water's making the frogs gay. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's every in dumb uh, quoting of an actual study always happens. They're always like, oh, they're doing research to fucking uh, study of. Uh, but that's been a thing balls. forever. Like people have argued that fossils were put there by the devil to trick us into believing in evolution. Like that's not new. But maybe the people saying that stuff are really trying to cover up the original conspiracy by making it sound crazy. So your average person's like, oh, making the frogs gay, Satan, it can't be I, real. I, I will discuss this, I want to say this discussion a little bit later because I, I actually, there's a basis for it. I'm a gay frog. Yeah. <laughs> Pepe the frog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're afraid of, of making frogs gay because they can't pay off Pepe gay. He's our mascot. Well, he's more, he's more than a mascot now. He's uh, like the Pope of <laughs> yeah. the Church of Keck. The symbol. Church of Cuck. But uh, one of the, the the biggest photos circulating around the most was a walk-in refrigerator that people like. There were comments. This was from um, Elephantus' Instagram account where people made comments like hashtag kill room and hashtag murder. And people speculated it was an actual kill room and it was a front for like secret underground tunnels. Even though it was proven that that's, it's not in the comic ping pong restaurant. It was just a, a building that Elephantus was seeking to lease. So it's just a walk-in freezer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, of that same part of the building they they, they were supposedly in either. Yeah. Do you know a, a guy went to this pizza place with a I, gun? Yeah, I was going to bring it up that yeah. it's Edgar Madison Welch uh, went into the place with a gun, and he he didn't shoot anyone. He apparently he yeah. shot like up at the ceiling. But he went in there because he was prompted to investigate matters personally. Like days before he went in, he was sharing the like, uh, PizzaGate video with friends on Facebook, or personally. And so this did actually culminate in like a real world thing happening, like essentially a terrorist act. Yeah, that's why uh, this actually got uh, media attention. Uh, whereas uh, it got media attention after the fact, more so than during the buildup, which is true for like all this. Stuff because the media, uh, uh, the media never talk really talks about uh, all the brewing conspiracies, which is why stuff like Trump's victory blindsided us because we don't really understand how many crazy people they are and how far they're willing to go for their. Uh, he even Michael Flynn was an advocate for Pizzagate. Like he shared it and he said that we can't let Pizzagate rest until we have all the evidence. Yeah, and if any listeners don't know, Michael Flynn was the national security advisor who just got fired. And Trump regularly listens to Infowars, and Alex Jones says he still uh, he, he called him in the past, and he said Alex Jones claims he still calls him to his day. So yeah, and in, Infowars shared stuff on Pizzagate too. Yeah, yeah. Alex Jones is doing a, an AMA on Are the Donald tonight. If you don't know Alex Jones, Thank just God. YouTube him. <laughs> just YouTube him for like ten seconds, and you'll get everything you need to know. And keep in mind that this this breed of this breed of human human or the humans, <laughs> this breed of, of of person was the kind of person that Trump listens to and 
Trump isn't of that ilk. Basically. Yeah, and he used to be super... He used to be, like, only some crazy guy that, like, people obsessed with this kind of stuff would watch. But now he's, like, super mainstream all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's been happening over the past few years, though. I, I used to see yeah. Infowars stickers in New Paltz when we were there. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. People are getting more and more crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, the the last thing about the Pizzagate is there's just... There's a whole bunch of other stuff that uh that did muddy the waters where people were taking like um like someone took a photo of obama playing ping pong with the kid and they said this was from there except that was from the white house and they just cropped it out so you couldn't identify it was from the white house and that's thing. like these are these are clearly uh doctor photos and like people don't care about the actual truth like they claim they're the truth some some of them are real it's just that some of them like are from not Elephantus's account or not related to Podesta and they're just yeah. trying to link them to them and be like see look at this like look at this crying child yeah but their facts basis is so weak that it's easy for someone to muddy the waters with a fake image because they'll, yeah. they'll willingly split around once it's uh, supposed yeah. well, flown on their side yep so it's just like is because I never really looked into it is there like anything like, I, I know that they're not, like, uh, it's not a pedophile slave It's ring, extraneous like, weird stuff. Like, you can look at Elephant's Instagram and be like, okay, this is weird. Like, there was one picture that he has of, like, a kid with their their arms taped down in front of money. And you can be like, I guess that's slightly weird if you're going specifically looking at it as, like, a bondage thing instead of just, like, I can't let this kid have this money. But, like, usually when I look at any conspiracy theories, there's, like, there's, like, one, there's one thing that I'm like, okay... This could bear more, bar more in investigation or whatever, but then there's like all the supporting evidence is terrible. Bill Clinton's relation to Epstein, I guess he did take a lot of trips with him on that Lolita Express. On the Lolita Express, and the and the Podesta emails themselves. Like, um, I read, I, I do hang out in the Donald sometimes just to see what's I put my ear to the ground, and they have yeah, like sure. compil compilations of these emails, and they are like sometimes it's like they are weird sounding, the, talking about pizza and walnut sauce all the time, <laughs> but it's like. To just be like, this is all semen they're talking about is... Yeah. Uh, That's a leap. It's a leap. It's one of those things where it's weird if you want to look at it as weird. If you're purposely... If you summarize as your premise that they're pedophiles, you're yeah. going to look for all those, like, signs yeah. and any kind of meaning in it. Instead of just, like, looking at it as they're adults with children. Yeah. That's true for most conspiracy theories where if it's a little bit questionable, it's a breeding ground for conspiracy so theories. So yeah. it's just pure confirmation bias? Yeah. Yeah. At least from what I was able to glean from, you know, New York Times and Washington Post and BuzzFeed. Oh, news so and, fake news. So, yeah. yeah, CNN. The fact that there was no basement in the supposed basement tunnels uh, kind of disproves the entire thing. Like, how how is that remotely true? If it's... Yeah, but maybe they haven't found it. Because there's some people that link it where they're, like, part of the web was that the police officer in the Washington area likes the Instagram photos that Elephantis posts. So he's in on it, but like so, Trump's in office. Why is it Trump's in the task force to check it out? Like, if there was only any truth to it, it would have been discovered. Well, post Trump. what if I told you that this whole Milo Yiannopoulos business, where he had these pedophilia comments, what if I told you that he was taking the fall so that pedophilia would be in the news, so that they could bust open PizzaGate? This is this is Trump's master plan, Acu according to many Trump supporters. <laughs> this. This Milo business, where he resigned, is so that everyone is talking so, now. So, hold on. It, our listeners might not know. Milo Yiannopoulos is a Breitbart guy. He's, like, the free speech troll. Like, that's, like, yeah. his thing. 
Troll, troll is the most accurate word for him. Yeah, he you know he he calls himself a troll. Yeah, he harasses yeah. people on Twitter. Uh, he got people like Leslie Jones uh, uh, off of Twitter uh, by having their his goons sent around him. He's uh, he's a gay guy, but he he basically he's like people are too PC bullshit. Everyone should call me a fag and, and punch. And me he says lesbians shit. don't exist, yeah. and neither do trans people, and like. He's, well, it's funny because he calls all feminists lesbians. Yeah, but <laughs> he basically, like, he is the poster child for going so far out of his way to be offensive to push the limits of what society will deem free speech. He literally is like, I am a troll. Like so He became like a alright figure because uh, he's a gay guy purporting these ideas that you should call me a faggot and... And uh, all right, I love calling gay guys yeah. faggots. The Donald, the Donald is always like our favorite faggot over here. That yeah, Milo, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like uh, the Herman Cain's and the other the people who are just like, oh yeah, you yeah, should, Ben uh, Carson. Like the people who are like, you should, you, uh, black people are whining too much. You're, white people are right to do the stuff they do to them. So it's, uh, it's like I always, I actually originally when I first started seeing Milo a couple years ago, I thought he was like satirical. Like I thought he was doing it on purpose like this and that some people were just like adopting his message and not getting the joke. That's probably, that's probably the lesson in general. People always think like, oh, you have to be joking. You can't be serious. This yeah. Parody. But apparently that wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah. So he made some comments yesterday, two days ago. I don't remember anymore. Well, one uh, of the big things that brought him into the news na- like in the last week or two is he was, uh, he-, he was supposed to speak at Berkeley and they shut it down because of protests. Then he was no, on It was build- like people throwing Molotov cocktails at yeah, his yeah. building. Yeah. It was like riots. And yeah. then it was not riot riots. It was not like riots, it was riots. It was riots. <laughs> yeah. He he was on Bill Maher and I haven't watched it, but apparently he like it's this whole big thing. And then he was invited to speak at CPAC, the big conservative convention. Yeah. And he's also an, an editor for Breitbart, Steve Bannon's media outlet. And he so now that's like the backdrop to last week. Yeah. So then he made some Comments that were uh, apparently pro pedophilia, and not, not, pro, not apparently. Like what? Literally, what happened was uh, uh, I've seen some of the comments. He said that when little boys are molested, it helps develop their yeah. sexual prowess and yeah. gives them a daddy figure. Uh, what happened? Yeah, basically, basically he was molested as a, as a kid, uh, and a uh, surprise, surprise, he kind of fucked up. And whoa, sly. <laughs> No, but like like a guy who gets muscles as a kid, it, it's not a healthy thing to happen. That's why we don't want it to happen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but and so uh, instead of getting help, he's purporting his ideology now to uh, molest kids. Yeah, more. it's kind of like the vicious cycle. Kind of. I don't think he said molest them more because I think he he. He's saying that we, we stigmatize it too much relationships with thirteen year old boys. He's basically. He was specifically arguing against the condemnation against like all relationships with um, young boys as being terrible. Yeah. And, I, and, to, and if you want to be fair to him, like it's, this is a common. I don't, but I don't want to be fair to him. But this is a common idea that the idea that we're, uh, 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 consent laws are arbitrary, and you know, uh, so like we we're talking up on it, but like the yeah, but the, that, the the big problem is he specifically used the phrase a sexually mature boy of like thirteen years old. Yeah. At yeah. one yeah. point, and that—that's everyone's nailed him to and the like, cross. And like, even that. people that advocate for a lower, even people that advocate for a lower age of consent are not saying thirteen. That's not true. I mean, like some many, many countries, no, I like mean, Japan, people, Japan yeah. is like the age of consent is thirteen or fourteen. Really? Like, yep. it's in many countries, oh. thirteen is like once you go through puberty, you're good to go. Yep. If you bleed, you're ready to breed. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Uh... Uh, I, yeah, I my topic was not supposed to be just about Milo. I, <laughs> okay, I, sorry, what I, sorry. What I want to talk about is this but idea. Either way, he got removed from CPAC and resigned from Breitbart. 
Yes, and many people in the pro, at least in the places I'm on, like in the Donald, they are very convinced that Trump is a genius. That he plays the media and plays the liberals at every move. So everything we interpret as what a fuck up he's being, and we all talk and laugh about this thing that's going on. He's actually playing us. So this is one example where Milo taking the fall now. Everyone's talking about how bad pedophilia is, so that when they drop the bomb on Pizzagate at time to be determined um <laughs> that everyone's going to be accepting of it or uh for example the other night the other day trump said uh you know last night in sweden right uh, about a terrorist attack uh, that didn't yeah. happen and now everyone is googling sweden rape sweden crime like google the google search for sweden rape is like at an all-time high and people are seeing oh wow in the past year uh rapes have gone up it must be because of immigrants or when he said you know uh, the media doesn't report on any terrorist attacks. And then the next day, the media spent the whole day reporting on terrorist attacks that they did cover. It What he's what they're arguing is that he's getting the media to do his job for him. Now, the media is sitting there all day talking about these terrorist attacks that they covered. The average American hears, look at all these terrorist attacks in 2016. Um, so, yeah, so Trump is, is so is so smart, even though he reads at, uh, he talks at like a fourth grade reading level and he needs a one page mission briefing. Well, they, they argue that he talks at a fourth grade level because that's his audience. Yeah. But, but then he needs one, one page mission briefings with pictures in order to, uh, be able to read them. Now, but you, you guys might hate me, but I agree with <laughs> this. I actually kind of agree with this, not to the level that they're saying, but I think that he's been a master media manipulator for his whole life. I kind of agree um, but it depends on what you mean like he's, he's good at getting attention and that attention yeah. usually breeds good things it doesn't mean he planned it that way and also like if you have a controversy every single day if he tweets something that everybody complains about every single day when something really major happens like Flynn getting fired or things like that nobody cares but I don't think it's on purpose. Like that, that. Well, that's the question I have. Is is do you think he actually plans these masterful 4D chess moves, as they say, or is this him bumbling around and sometimes it sticks? Here's why. Here's why I don't think it's true. If you listen to how he reacted to the uh, the the parades and how you hear the the, the not the parades, the protests. Um, <laughs> the parades. He wishes the parades, and that's the, that's the thing. Parades like, with Molotovs. Let's burn some cars. All the behind the scenes stuff uh, emphasizes that. He's really bummed out that people don't like him. And Trump, mm-hmm. I, th- I really think Trump, in his ideal world, everyone would uh, sing his praises. And he probably thought being president would make him more popular because it increases his name and recognition. And he's probably really bummed out that he's not popular. I, I, I he do- Having all this news does create a lot of noise. But I don't think on purpose. I think in the ideal world, Trump will be loved by everyone. And, but, and I, but maybe these polls we see that his approval ratings are low are fake. And people actually <laughs> oh, do yeah. love him. You got me. Well, he probably, he probably, like, we were saying, like, oh, it's propaganda that he says stuff like, oh, that's fake news and stuff. But he probably really believes in fake news. Like, he probably says Alex Jones and Alex Jones I mean, is fake there, news. there are people who literally think that Flynn never actually lied to Mike Pence, that this whole thing was another setup so that when Flynn gets fired, they get to see where the leaks in the intelligence communities are so that Trump now can say, I got you, you cucks. Like, yeah, you got you, cucks. <laughs> like, even, like, even to the, you know, the, the whole day without immigrants walkout thing that the, mm-hmm. you know, it, they said that literally this is a way for employers to know, have a list of their employees that are undocumented immigrants. That they I mean, can I will say a lot of people lost their jobs because of that. Well, but the reality is uh, every action has a consequence and uh, something, something like walking out does indicate if you're uh, an immigrant or not. Like, it's not like, nothing has, everything has to be planned. It could be just 
the fact that everything has a consequence. Yes. And one of the facts, like, and that's probably what it is, because even during the Obama years, everyone said, oh, he's a fourth dimensional chess planner as well. And it looks like he's getting the shit kicked out of him by the Republicans in every single policy issue and every single this hmm. and that. He's actually manipulating the Republicans to look bad. And then when the Republicans look so bad, he's going to look so... Uh, he's got so much political capital, he's going to own them in the political I love field. that it always goes back to how bad Obama is for slide. No, but because I'm saying that because it's, this yeah. is always the case yes. for every single It's the same rhetoric. And I, 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 that's, that's kind of how... I know we're going to get into this a little bit later, but this is kind of like my whole feeling on conspiracy theories. Like, everything... That's it. Does not everything has to be this mastermind plan? Yeah, things just happen. When someone looks like an ass, sometimes they're just an ass. They're not actually. They're not. You know, this isn't their sixth step of their fifty-six step plan. That they're like. Yeah. Like most people don't plan that well. I mean, ahead. I do think that, like. I think stuff like the media stuff. I think Trump is doing it intentionally, but. Everything else, he's an idiot. Do you think he lies on purpose so that the media will bring attention to something he wants? I, I don't. No, not so. that. I don't mean like when he lies about Sweden. I'm saying like, I think he leans into some of these controversies. Like when he tweets about stuff, I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Oh, I think on his Twitter, he he knows what to rile up and what to do there. Because he's able to sit down and at least type it out and he knows like what reaction will get during like, I, I the disagree. press briefing. I, 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 I disagree just because if you like if you watch if you pay attention to when something appears on Fox News and when he tweets about it, a lot of times when immediately when Fox News is reported, Oh no, that's true. Yeah, I agree that's with very that. True. It's 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 all spontaneous. Like people keep none of it is not spontaneous. In fact the question is the question there's no question to me whether it's planned or not. Because if you look at the we actually had a clip where one time Trump um Fox News was like, hey, Trump, if you're watching this, flick the lights on and off in the White House. And he literally did that. Like, it's all spontaneous. Like, it's, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. But that actually happened on, on Fox News. And he said, oh, it's a, that's, a, that's a special effect we did. That didn't actually happen but it, because it was live. It's very clear that it actually happened. That he fucking flicked the lights on and off in response to their fucking comments. <laughs> I mean, I've seen clips. I've seen clips of him on Air Force One with Fox commercials in the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Trump supporters are willing to believe that literally every lie he makes is intentional every you know how we see these discrepancies in the messages that come out of him pence you know other white house officials like we hear different things about the same topic and we take that as the white house is badly organized right now there's a lack of communication right when pence says something and trump contradicts him uh probably they didn't talk about it but for them what they see is when for example the the white house makes a comment against the eu and then Pence goes and visits and is very pro-EU, we would say that's lack of communication. They say they're playing good cop, bad cop. Yeah, there's, there's always <laughs> a fucking excuse for everything. Yeah, yeah I, when I say, like, I agree with you to an extent, I don't mean any of that stuff. Okay. I just feel like the, the controversies he riles up, oftentimes I do feel like that's how he stood out in the primaries. Because yeah. he would make jokes yeah. about his dick or, like, make sexist comments, and even though during the primary debates those were terrible... Can can you name anything that Jeb or Marco or Chris Christie said at those primaries where he said those things? Only the Marco <coughs> repeat fuck up. Yeah, yeah, the, but like, but, but that's that, but the reason why, but that that's uh, the reason why he does that is because he reads the room. Like every time he said a outrageous thing, he became he became more popular and more talked about. It wasn't that he planned it to say those things and they became successful. He just he, he kept doing what worked. He's yeah. such like a. <laughs> Asshole. He's such a buffoon yeah. that you can't help but stare and pay attention to him, especially when everyone else on stage was like a, more or less like a standard politician. Yeah, 
Like, he just, he stood out so much. He was a clown compared to them. But he was a clown that people loved. So everyone paid attention to and him. The media, and the media kept talking about him. So, like, yeah. even if you were interested in about politicians, like, who talks about anyone? It's a catch-22. No matter what he talks about, people are going to have to talk about it. By de facto, he, they He reminded me so much of, like, the like the class clown who goes up and all the teachers are like, you have to stop and be professional. And he's pulling his pants down and he's like, ha-ha. And all the kids are laughing and clapping. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Everyone else is trying to be mature, and he's just being such an asshole that he stands out that way. And it's a good example because deep down, uh, even though other kids are there to learn and whatever, deep down that they still get amused by the class clown. Yeah, that, that still to our but what, what I think they, these kids don't realize is that you don't want this to be class every day. It's yeah. funny once in a while, but when you're stuck with this for four years, I wonder how tired people are going to get. But we'll see. I, guess. I, I got tired like halfway through the campaign cycle. <laughs> halfway. <laughs> <laughs> like halfway with me like 2015 well, Ryan. yeah <laughs> oh 2000, sly 2001 okay. this is gonna be a long eight years yeah. <laughs> oh, all right that's my topic i just want to you know 40 chess who knows probably not probably, i'm gonna say i'm gonna go let me say not i'm gonna say probably not maybe he inflames it when he gets the chance or he's opportunistic when he sees something like um, Flynn getting fired he's like oh this is an opportunity to see leaks but I, I doubt he fired him for that reason yeah I think when he has like a campaign rally the next day the stuff he says before to the press that's what he's planning that's yeah. as far as m- yeah. I think well, he plans I think a good comparison is like this again with conspiracy theories like the whole 9-11 to invade Iraq like e- either Bush orchestrated it in, in order to invade Iraq or he was an opportunist and said now that we have Cass's belly. <laughs> now we have a reason <laughs> to go into Iraq. We we should like. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's that question of like how how much are people really masterminds? Uh, especially when you need to when you need to keep that like idea. Like, is it just in his head? Is he the only smart one, or is this like a group thing? And if it was, how did it not leak? Yeah, they're all in on it, but yeah. somehow they're all tight lipped. That's why I hated yeah. the Illuminati arguments. Yeah, the Illuminati and the Pizzagate stuff. If so many people are in on it. How does nobody? How did nobody talk about it? They're all just paid off. That's, that's, that's one of the big flaws of conspiracy theories: is the bigger you make it, the harder, the less probable it is because uh, you can have fucking three people in a conspiracy, and someone like one of them is probably gonna break and talk. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And and to have these conspiracies at the level they're talking about, like nine eleven and shit like that. Yeah, like, it's so, or the so Holocaust deniers. That's one of the craziest ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can have those. Like, no, not one. <laughs> Every Nazi lied about it. No, they they. Well, I don't, don't want to get into that. I've, I've, yeah, that's another episode. Let's <laughs> get to what we will talk about, which is... Wait, Phil, uh, were you going to defend Holocaust denial? No, but I've read a lot of Holocaust denial stuff uh, in studying it's, World It's War compelling. That's its, its, its own topic. It's, it really is. They, they like, also, most of them don't deny the Holocaust. They deny that it was intentional happened. or that yeah. or the level. They'll, they'll yeah. say, like, they didn't mean... To, like, it wasn't an extermination campaign. They died in prison like many prisoners of war do or... That it wasn't, it wasn't six systematic, million uh, extermination, right? Because that's what makes it so terrible. The people fucking yeah. die in camps and war like every time. It's it's the, the which is also terrible. Yes, that they were purposely killing Jews. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but then, but when, when you get to that point where you're arguing over was it as terrible as people say it is, I think you're you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we talked a little bit about uh, conspiracies and uh, uh, Trump conspiracy. But I want to talk about how we got to this mindset, uh, this conspiratorial mindset that's so prevalent nowadays, and I think it has a lot to do with the conspiracies that turned out to be true in our history. Uh, so there's an article by a Business Insider uh, called Five U.S. Uh, National Security Conspiracy Theories That Turned Out to Be True. And it's just different examples of how our CAA and FBI uh, stage stuff in order to manipulate people. 
You're saying this, this is Business Insider? Business Insider, yes. Like what? The sinking of the USS Maine? Yeah, one of his uh, Gulf of Tonkin. That's Tonk- the thing I'm thinking of, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one okay, is the I Gulf mean- of Tonkin where uh, basically uh, there was two incidents. One incident where the Vietnamese at the Gulf of Tonkin uh, launched torpedoes at U.S. ships. And the first incident uh, probably happened. The second one uh, probably didn't. Uh, and it was revealed uh, years later in NSA documents uh during, 2000, during 2005, an NSA was hesitant to release it then because they were fearful that the class, declassification might prompt uncomfortable comparisons to the flawed intelligence used to justify the war in Iraq. So <laughs> they don't want to make it so obvious that history is repeating itself, but what happened was uh, the, second, the second Gulf of Tonkin incident led to the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution, which granted Lyndon B. Johnson authority to assist uh, uh, Southeast Asian countries, which are considered uh, communist aggressors. We can attack them now. AKA times for Vietnam War. Yeah, and so uh, so that's a good example of like the war in Iraq, another conspiracy where uh, Bush was lying. Where yes, it shouldn't be true. Yes, America was lying about the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Number two is even more darker. Uh, Coint Coi Intel Pro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Co Intel Pro. Yeah, it stands for Counterintelligence Program. It was a series of, of a covert projects uh, conducted by uh, the FBI. And they basically surveilled, infiltrated, discredited, and disrupted domestic political organizations. Like civil rights activists. Yeah, civil rights activists. I, I, leftists. I don't know if it was this show. Oh, sh- yeah, I did Was read it about. this show or Divisive Issues where I mentioned that Martin Luther King Jr. got that letter from the FBI saying, fuck, kill yourself. You I think that was Divisive Issues. Yeah. Well, that was a part of this program. Yeah. Um, but they were watching him and they're like, oh, he's having an affair. Now we have him by the balls. Yeah, so they sent a letter to him pretending to be uh, a, fo- a follower of Martin Luther King saying, we're disappointed you. We know you fuck, you don't, you fuck other people besides your wife. You should kill yourself, Martin Luther King. And Martin Luther King goes like, this is bullshit. and didn't buy it. But, <laughs> but they, it didn't buy well, it. It's funny because a lot of these people at the time were like, the FBI is after me. And yeah. you sound like a crazy conspiracy exactly. theorist. But, but you... They they are after you. Yeah, and uh, they they use it to uh, basically they uh, they would go into organizations. A lot of times they'll pretend to be members, and they'll uh, try to divide members. They'll try to uh, take more, uh, divide from other groups, saying like uh, the black like one instance the Black Panther Party infiltrated and tried to divide them from another organization, stuff like that. And like Phil said, they start people start thinking, "Are we crazy? Like all these people coming into our group and like, fucking it up, like." Is this the FBI? Like, and people say, "No, you're just conspiracy theorists. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit." And then it turned out years later uh, that under uh, the Citizens Commission, uh, basically a group called the Citizens Commission to investigate the FBI, they actually broke into the FBI office in uh, in Pennsylvania, and they basically exposed the entire program. So they were right. And and what's interesting is this isn't even like a new con- or a distinctly American thing. Like, in, it, funny funny fact: uh, Hitler actually was. In infiltrating the Nazi party for another political party, and then when he was there, he's like, "This is pretty cool," and it became a part of it. But that was not that was not like he was there to infiltrate and disrupt. Like this is a thing that people do. Like yeah. how Trump was gonna drain the swamp, and now he's the most GOP person around. You mean how Trump was a Democrat plant, and then he just became a Republican? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so number th- number three is Operation Northwoods. Yeah, number three is Operation Pizzagate. <laughs> Turns out it's true, but Northwoods didn't happen though. So. Uh, Northwoods, but it was proposed. It yes. was proposed. And that's a lot a, of things, uh, but I think what's it? Okay, well, give tell. tell that's a, that's a fucking huge thing to have to propose. Basically, they, they uh, it was a proposed uh, false flag operation against the Cuban government, originated in the U.S. Department of Defense and the Joint Chief of Staffs, 1962. 
basically they wanted they basically talked about uh, having a, a staging a, a possible assassination of, of Cuban emigres, sinking boats of Cuban refugees in the high seas, hijacking planes, blowing up U.S. This US is after Bay of Pigs, right? Yeah, and orchestrating violent terrorism in the United, U.S. cities, and basically using that as, as excuse to go after uh, Cuba, saying, "Oh, they they attacked us. We're the aggrieved party." Uh, and JFK basically said, "Like this is what the fuck is this shit? This is fucked up." And then up. JFK got shot. But uh, this is actually <laughs> this was actually released because of the JFK assassin assassination records review board, and this actually brought brought up as a potential reason why he was assassinated. So that's funny, but it might have been the fact that no, he, I, I, know, I know. So like, so like, right feels right. It never happened, but the, but the military, the the defense department wanted this to happen. Yeah, they still proposed it. Yeah. And and they hated JFK that he didn't want to go that well, far. Consider him yeah. soft on Cuba because of it. Yeah, and so then uh, uh, number four is Operation Mockingbird. Uh, during the fifties and the Cold War, the CIA basically they basically created uh, uh, intelligence rings of American journalists to influence public opinion, gather intelligence. So they basically became a, a, another branch of the CIA. Do uh, you know Anderson Cooper was a CIA uh, worker before? I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is something like the Donald always brings up Operation Mockingbird because. There are journalists who are ex-CIA, and people are like, you are still CIA then. Yeah. Like, Anderson Cooper literally was a CIA operative. But uh, that's a huge thing, the fact that the, like, when Trump says, like, this is all stage propaganda, like, in the past, it was literally stage propaganda by the CIA at one point. And it was revealed by the Church Committee in 1975, which was created to investigate the FBI, CIA, and the NSA. And they set up uh, the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence to monitor the CIA after, afterwards. And the biggest one, number five, is MK Ultra, which yep. is not a Mortal yeah. Kombat, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually uh, basically was created as a program as a stated goal of developing biological chem- chemical weapons capability during the Cold War. But later on, it started going into testing effects of alcohol and hypnosis, making people more resilient to brainwashing, find ways to induce amnesia, create physical disablements such as paralysis of the leg and acute anemia. Basically, a way to, a way to uh, brainwash people like you know uh L- the invention of lsd was a a, a cia yes, yes thing to try to they, they figured if you got if you were tripping balls uh you would just say the truth yeah um, yeah didn't really work out but yes and during the program the cia established front companies to work with more than 80 institutions such as hospitals prisons and universities they then ran experiments on, on subducing drugs hypnosis and verbal and physical abuse at least two American deaths can be attributed uh, to this program, according to the church community. And the church committee did not have full records because the records were all destroyed before the church committee was created in 1973 by the CIA director. So who knows how, how much damage these programs actually caused? Who knows how deep this goes? Yeah, how deep the rabbit hole it's, goes. It's an interesting point, though, because um, it's very easy to be like the U.S. government would never do that. But when you're like – They literally in, did. In the past, they used propaganda, but now they wouldn't. It's yeah. it's very hard to make that – like if if – if they had plans for false flag attacks, it's very easy to be like, everything now could be a false flag then. Yeah. Well, that's one thing as we look at other countries too, when people are like, how could people, like, how could Russia influence the election? It's like, but they just did what we've been doing for decades and decades and decades. Yeah, yeah. We, but we did to other countries. We would influence yeah, other elections. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, to other countries, we do this. So, like, why couldn't somebody do it to us? Yeah. And, and this, is why, this is why I feel like conspiracies are more and more prom- prominent. Basically, uh, uh, the CIA and the FBI, the government in general, made their bed now that they have to sleep in it, where they basically just brewed all... They basically uh, took advantage of, of American, like, ignorance of stuff, and they did whatever they wanted to. And now, uh, 
they took advantage of 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 our American goodwill basically, and now no one trusts anything the government says anymore at all. And like, I mean, even something like Watergate really yeah, Watergate not a big... the, the view that people have of their government before yeah. that. If you're like anti-American, if you always are criticizing the government, but now it's like everyone is like fuck the government. Yeah, like it's it's because it's everyone knows by now. There's at least one big example of the government lied to us, and they're willing to lie to us again probably because of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. the intense like abundance of information and scrutiny that the American government is under is what's leading to a lot of, like the rise. I think of these conspiracy theories is because since we do have evidence in the past of them doing wrongdoing. We're not going to just let them go free now. Like, we're going to keep assuming that they might do something yeah. to undermine us or to fool us. And that there's, like, again, just hundreds of websites out there dedicated to keeping, like, a watchful eye on what they're doing. Is that bad? But the thing is, these websites look at anything and everything and yeah. try and say it is true instead of being like, let's be skeptical about this. They're saying, look what the government's doing. Yeah, and you have to be careful turning that frogs gay. Bias again. And that's, that's the uh, uh, part of this that's the most depressing because when this was happening, when uh, I saw the trends happening that uh, studies showed that more and more people trusted uh, government less, trusted our systems less, I thought, like, I kind of, in my, in my fucking uh, communist proletariat mindset, I was like, it's a good thing. Like, people shouldn't trust the government. But in reality, uh, it, it's, it's only made this discourse more and more toxic where now people don't trust anything. And yeah. it's hard, hard, and harder to determine what is actually factual because so many people uh, don't believe anything, and, and so many people are suspicious of everything, and they post all this information. Like, and because the word conspiracy theory yeah. has become so um, maligned, like, what's an actual conspiracy, and what's something like Pizzagate that's just completely or, made up? By or you only yeah. trust your side because you're like, I know that they have to be safe. Like, Trump isn't in on you know the Illuminati Jew conspiracy yeah. globalist theory. Because he, I trust him. He's not going to... I didn't expect when people lost faith in, like, the like the systems that we have in place, I didn't expect them to lose faith in, like, literally everything. Like, logic and, and reason. Yeah, like, that they were like, <laughs> well, if I don't trust the government, all of a sudden I don't trust science or math or logic. And, like, I didn't expect the whole bottom to drop out like that. But that it, it makes sense. I mean, when when you have the authority figures in your world your worldview just all of a sudden you're like these are all fucking liars it, it really shakes your like your psyche because you're like what is true what's not how yeah. like everything i've been told so far could be a lie yeah, yeah. and some of them are lies so i mean i understand I like i think we all had those moments where you're in a college course and they're like oh everything you learned in grade school is just totally wrong like christopher columbus yeah. was a monster and like all that kind of stuff and like then it made me but I guess I guess because it was being replaced by more developed ideas instead of just like nothing like everything you think is bullshit instead of fear <laughs> and like that's it. I also think I also think uh, it creates uh, gateway like basically like people like Alex Jones are like gateway drugs to uh, the alt right and stuff like that because uh, Alex jo- people will say all the time like I I believe less so now but like when I, when he started first started sprouting up people say oh some of the things he says. Are right, and I say, yeah, some of them are right, but then he says fucking crazy this shit, and it, it, it gets harder and harder. Like when you hear him talk about stuff, no one else is talking about. Like, yes, the government did this, yes, the government did that, and you know, like uh, this shit is true. And he's like the only source really saying that. It makes you more open to the other crazy shit he says. Like, oh yeah, yeah. now uh, all these yeah, sh- Sandy Hook was a staged exactly. attack yeah. by the American yeah. government. So like, the, I the, makes like 
uh, like a, the, that suspicion becomes like a gateway drug to shit like Alex Jones. Because he develops a sense of ethos where you're like, I know that these things in history that the rest of the country ignores are true. Yeah, because he always brings up MK Ultra and Operation Northwoods, Operation Mockingbird. Like these are all yeah. things that he talks about a lot, and he is right sometimes. I swear he is. But... And, and you never hear anyone talk <laughs> about this at all. Uh, in the mainstream media at all. Like, I had to... F- I found out about MK... I knew a little bit about MK but I didn't really know the details of it until I was looking research for this. And, like, all, all these all these conspiracies, you never hear them talk about media ever. Like, as far as the media is concerned, all, every politician is an honorable gentleman. No one's corrupt. Except everybody talks about Watergate all the time. Well, he's like, Watergate's like the one exception. The only it's one. The, I know, but that's what's so weird to me, is it's the only one. I think it's because it was such a, a big example it, where the president was It brought involved. down a president, yeah. you'd have yeah, to talk about true. that. It was, like, the CIA's a still functioning unit. But like in general, like uh, unless it was like something that w- it will be taught in pu- like in public schools as a part of mandatory teaching, like you have to know yeah. why Richard Nixon was in- was forced to resign. Mm-hmm. But like unless, unless it's that, you're never gonna hear anyone talk about MK Ultra or uh, Gulf of Tonkin being bullshit or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you kind of. I did learn about the Gulf of Tonkin. It's yeah, I, so. it is. I I teach that as bullshit. <laughs> okay, that's good. You're doing your job. <laughs> but I mean, I don't I mean I don't say it's fucking bullshit. But there's not much evidence that it was real or stuff like the USS Maine being sunk. It's like, we don't know it was a conspiracy, but Spain says they didn't do it, and we say we didn't do it, but that shit fucking blew up, so... Yeah. So, yeah, as as we talk about, like, what there is in... Like, there's so many conspiracy theories, and, like, you can... It's so hard to wade through. What do we do when they turn out to be true? Like, we talked about in the past when we found out they were true, but we're in the middle of one right now with all the Russia stuff with Flynn. And... When, like, we talked a little bit... Well, we talked a little bit about what Flynn did. Yeah. So, basically, what Flynn did was he, before he was sworn in as a security advisor, he talked to Russian ambassadors about sanctions, which is illegal. You can't... A citizen cannot talk to foreign governments about foreign Logan policy. Act. It's the Logan Act, which has never been persecuted, but it is still illegal. And... He resigned, and this was after we had a bunch of people in the Trump campaign also have to leave during the primary season and during the election, like Paul Manafort, who had ties to Russia and talked to Russian intelligence agencies. And there's a, there's a lot of suspect business deals between Trump and Putin that he says doesn't happen, but, you know, we have no evidence that they're not true. This, this, and, the one thing to point out is, a lot of leftists say this is all bullshit, it's just, it's just the Hillary uh, people trying to avoid any responsibility for uh, their, bull- their shitty campaigning. And I did, Hillary Clinton did run a shitty campaign, it's not like the Russians stole yeah. uh, her perfect campaign from her, but uh, the fact that People like uh, Bernie said, I look at the evidence and it seems pretty damning that the Russians had some involvement. Well, not only that, but 19 intelligence agencies have said Russia had, they have undeniable proof that Russia... Well, well, that's not a, to a lot of liberals, it's not a huge, a lot of leftists, I should say, that's not a huge uh, uh, proving point because like a lot of people in general, they view anything, like they're like, the CIA shouldn't get involved in this, they shouldn't be trying to discredit a a government figure, I don't trust the CIA on this issue. Not not to mention a lot of these sources are always anonymous, they're like, anonymous CIA person said, blah blah blah, and anonymous sources are, I mean, you know, they're, they could be just all fucking made up. But my, my, my thing is always the fact that even mm. Republicans like Mitch McConnell said, I look at the evidence and it seems kind of uh, good. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- that's the only... Like, the people point to, like, Ryan's a f- fucking neoliberal, typical neoliberal point to the CIA... Uh, <laughs> not a neoliberal! But, like, I'm not! Saying, I'm, my, that's my reasoning. The fact that people like Bernie and Mitch McConnell say this seems to be substantial evidence towards... Uh, I, know Russian y- I know you didn't want to bring up the BuzzFeed uh, dossier, but I think it, one point from that that is important, not and none of the peeing stuff, but in that, <laughs> in that dossier... So BuzzFeed <laughs> just dumped a dossier without really context or explanation or any validation. So some of it might be true, some of it might be false, and that was a big point of contention right before the election. And in that dossier, um, there is a a statement that says Trump will be given 19% of the shares of Rosneft, which is a Russian oil company, Russian national oil. And, like, two weeks after the election, uh, after talking about lifting sanctions... Um, 19.5% of Rosneft got sold to Anonymous Party. Huh. Yeah. And Trump, since he still doesn't release his fucking tax returns, we don't know if he owns shares in Rosneft. We don't know what yeah. he owns shares in at all. So that, like, seeing that, I'm like, it's interesting. 19 in the dossier, then three weeks, two or three weeks later, 19.5% of it gets sold yeah. to parties unknown. And then not only that, but you also have his um, Secretary of State, is uh, he was the head of ExxonMobil, Rex Tillerson, and he has a great relationship with Putin and has made lots and lots of money in Russia. And he even won that, he won some award, like this Friendship of Russia award. Yeah, the Friend of Russia. That is the highest honor for a non-Russian to get. (laughs) And so there's all these ties between Trump and the people that Trump trusts and the people in Trump's campaign and the Russian and the Russian president and the Russian government. And the thing that's so fascinating to me is if you had told me a year ago that like, there's all these ties between Russia and the Republican candidate, that would seem like a total conspiracy theory to me. And I feel like a lot of people have been very slow to buy into this because it seems insane. Like it seems crazy. What helps feed it, I think is the fact that Trump releasing his tax returns would almost basically absolve him. Or condemn him. But that's the thing, is that since he has not released them, even though people are like, hey, just prove to us that you have nothing, no vested interests in Russian property, oil, etc., just release your tax returns. The fact that he won't kind of makes people who are on the fence like, well, if you have nothing to hide, like, why don't you show it? Yeah, Yeah. well, Patriot Act, if you have nothing to hide, why don't you just show it? It's also worth noting that Putin, uh, before he was president, was the head of the KGB in the Soviet Union. So he is a... A spy. I was going to say that uh, he uses one of the things that made him such a good politician is that he actually uh, is a very manipulative piece of shit. Like the situation in Crimea, like sending troops over there and saying, oh, they're on vacation. Yeah, exactly. First, there's no troops. Then they're on vacation. Then I don't know. They voted to be. Yeah. So I I wanted to bring up real quick that the the, making the comment about what is there to hide if you don't show it. The same argument was used against like. Hillary with not releasing those speeches that she gave for... And she should have released them. She should have released them. She should have released them, but yeah. when excerpts came out, they were exactly what everybody thought they were. Yeah, but if she released them earlier and we got the discussion out earlier, it would have been a lot better than... But the idea of her not releasing them is because you're not giving sway to these kind of, like, conspiracy, these insane theories. By by being transparent, you, you eliminate... The, they can't breed because yeah. you're just like, I didn't fucking kill kids in a pizza shop or whatever. Yeah. Like... Yeah. I, I'm not in Wall Street's hand, but when, when she didn't release them, people are like, if you're not releasing them, you definitely said something fucked up to Goldman Sachs. And like, if she had released them during the primary, if, if she had released them after she was like, after she won New York, but before Bernie dropped out, that would have been 
that would have been a home run for her. Yeah. Because then it wasn't enough to turn the tide in the primary, but by the time it came to the general, it wouldn't have mattered. And WikiLeaks dumps it right before a presidential debate, and Trump just goes, well, look at what you said. You're pro-global trade, you're pro-banks, fuck you. And it it hurt her a lot. Yeah, and uh, I think she was she was playing it like a lot of people are playing it that the idea that conspiracies have no way in our current political field at all, and they do. Apparently. Yeah. Well, the main thing that I wanted to get to is the comparison between Hillary conspiracy theories and Trump conspiracy theaters theaters theories <laughs> at a congressional Theater, level. Lincoln shot assassination. <laughs> JFK. All right. Because I want to I want to look primarily at Jason Chavitz, who uh, if it wasn't for Martin Shkreli would have, in my opinion, the most punchable face in America, but. <laughs> He's the chairman of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, and he was one of the big Benghazi guys. That he, he investigated Benghazi, Benghazi over and over and over again, and like if you looked at a Benghazi article, his picture was at the top of it. And he he won't investigate Russia at all. He says, I just want look people to look at the facts. This is a direct quote. They try to say Congress isn't looking at Trump ties to Russia. That's just factually inaccurate. The Intelligence Committee has been looking at this for a long time. And he says that basically, I'll leave it up to the CIA and the NSA and the FBI, who Trump has consistently been trying to discredit. And he yet he was so aggressive about Benghazi. He was so aggressive. Yeah. And he kept saying, like, well, we need the truth to come out. We need the truth to come out. But the only thing about Russia that he's investigating are the leaks and not any of the content uh, in the leaks. And he he keeps, every time people push at him, at a town hall, everyone flipped out. And a lot of his constituents were saying, you need to investigate Russia. This is a huge fucking deal. And he, at the time, answered their questions. And then he went on the news and said, they're all paid protesters. And... What do we do when a conspiracy theory ha- is actually, like, vetted? Like, you know, f- Trump says that the, all the Flynn stuff was fake news, but he still fired him. So if it was fake news, why'd you fire him? What do we do? Because he still lied to Pence. Yeah, yeah. Even he didn't if he, trust him. Trump yeah, was like, fair enough. Trump said, like, uh, I don't think he was trying to do anything wrong. He just fucked up. And yeah, he has yeah to be fired no, that's that. true, that's true. But as Congress refuses to act on validated contemporary conspiracy theories what the fuck do you do because they're the only people that can hold him accountable and when trump owns all that when the gop own every branch of government is this just going to go away is the russia stuff just going to disappear maybe maybe this seems like a real conspiracy to you just like the hillary conspiracy seems real to them yeah yeah that's that's always the argument like Maybe, uh, just like you thought Obama was doing fourth dimensional chess, so is Trump. And maybe uh, you thought uh, people are obstructing Obama too much, but now they're obstructing Trump too much. No, but what I'm saying is... in the middle, guys. No, but they're not obstructing him. They're not obstructing him at all. That's my point, is that they're not doing anything about it. Well, my personal opinion is what will happen is we can't really do anything politically unless uh, we control the how you know the Congress. Yeah. We don't. So what we have to do is wait for Trump to fuck up really big, and then uh, the Republicans will the Republicans will impeach him just as a way to say, oh, he's not one of us. He's just. But like fucking. when you have people like Mitch McConnell and John McCain who vote for Trump and Trump's things basically every time, and even they say like this is fucked up. This needs to but be then investigated. They still, they still support him every time. So yeah, they, they, yeah, but that's the thing. Like they're gonna they're gonna use him as a uh, rubber stamp to get what they want. Through and then uh, become, if he becomes too inconvenient, they'll probably impeach him, and that'll be the end of that. That's that's kind of how I feel too. Like if the if it becomes much more apparent that he is a Russian like plant, 
or is doing things against U.S. interests in favor of Russia, like much more obviously than maybe he, someone talked to Russia about lifting sanctions. Um, I think they will just use him for now and then fuck up Mulver when they when he becomes too much of a problem. Yeah, and then they'll probably it's be fine just, too. The thing is, I fu- I feel that like the the Congress is like the like ethics committees and stuff like that are so clearly bullshit now more than ever. We're like, here's another quote from Chaffetz that like, I didn't start the investigation of Hillary and Benghazi because of a political collection, uh, election <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not going to end it because of a p- political election. And they ended it the day after yeah, the yep. fucking yep. Uh, election. So like, ob- and he says like, it's absolutely totally false to view it as politically motivated. And like, no, it's like you, you don't, it, I feel like the ethics committees and stuff are so obviously bullshit at this point. Well, this is this is a final endpoint to a process that happened in, in with the '90s and maybe early, probably earlier, where like when we went we after uh, Clinton for having a blowjob just for political we reasons. We impeached him for lying under oath. Yeah, but but like that was just, they were they were going after him like they're they're, they're hunting down Mark and Winsky. They're trying to find the dress, trying to find smoking gun to bust him. Like they went after him like no business. More like a smoking cigar, am I right, guys? But like. Uh, you could, you, you could, yeah, well, clean this stuff wrong, but the thing is, the way they went after him, clearly just, just to get a Democrat out of office, that's, that was the start of this process where it's just all political uh, brownie points to win. And- but don't you think that a lot of people are making this argument that, like, the Russia stuff is just that? But it's not. It's not, but that, that's what it is in the comes to, that's what, that's, this is the final end point where now, only thing that matters is what gets you political brownie points. So you're saying when everything is a conspiracy, now when things are true, they're still viewed as a conspiracy, and it just doesn't matter. Without more evidence. Find more evidence. If it's not, if it's not. Well, there's uh, so much evidence about this I, Russia I, stuff. A lot of it is. A lot of it is circumstantial. A lot of it wouldn't hold up in court. You know, yeah. like this is like. There's no smoking circumstance. But evidence. don't you think that the ethics committee at least has a stake to has a case enough to get a tax return from Trump? Sure. Yes. That's what I'm saying is I'm not saying he should go to jail for these things. I'm saying there should be an investigation. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I, think, I don't think you're getting what I'm saying about uh, the Bill Clinton impeachment. Because the way they went after him is uh, so hard. Uh, they went after him just because they thought he was getting a blowjob. And... I mean, he the, was. That's, yeah, he was. He was. He's trying to be true. But, like, they, they were, like, they were like interrogating Monica Lewinsky. They're doing all this shit. The, if they put even, like, half of that ferocity towards, uh, you know, getting what you want done... It'll be a completely different story, but they're not because that was when it became a difference where it doesn't matter what uh, what's better for the country; it matters what will get us more political power. So basically, whoever's in whoever's in power is the one who controls what's a true conspiracy and what's not. If it's, if it's Republicans, because Democrats are such weak, spineless uh, creatures that they will they will go uh, to what, what Republicans been uh, allowed to. I will point out that I don't think this is just a new thing because the only two presidents to ever have been impeached were just like gone after for political reasons, like Andrew Johnson in the eighteen sixties was also impeached because Congress was like, we hate this guy. Let's try to find some something to impeach him on. But don't you feel like Trump has enough shit that maybe it wouldn't be that this time? But, but that's what I'm saying, that Congress does not want to impeach him. Yeah, they want So that. they will not. Like, yeah. it's... In both Johnson and Clinton's case, the Congress was openly hostile towards him and vice versa. So they were like, we have to get him out on something. I think whatever information Congress has on Trump regarding all the Russian ties isn't enough to make them fear for the country more than yeah more than just like we we can sit by this this is fine as long as we get our proposals through if trump is like we're going to remove all uh missile defense from eastern europe and nato troops are leaving and like and for no reason yeah if he's doing more crazy stuff i feel like if if his if his deals are just to lower the sanctions on russia 
and he's going to do that. And if Congress is okay with it, I mean, that's the line they're willing to draw. They're like, we're, we're okay with doing yeah. this because we're in power now. And they might they might be waiting just until they get a certain amount of proposals through before starting that shit shitstorm. Also, oh. also, another argument I saw a lot is that everyone in, everyone's afraid to take the first shot against Trump for being on the right side. Like, yeah. if you're going to start speaking fine. out against him, everyone's going to target you. Or all yeah. of Trump yeah. supporters well, are going to target you. It's during the election you. cycle, too. Well, where, and you're uh, going to get primary, yeah. probably. Yeah. Until there's enough fervor for people that want Trump out of office, we're not going to get people on the right standing up against him. Other than just McCain being like, oh, you know, he shouldn't be saying that. Only Every- about torture. Everyone, please fucking support your Democratic candidate in 2018 so we can take back the House and then actually make this happen. <laughs> make something. Yeah, it'd be a nice nice start. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're not, probably not going to take the House. And, uh, I'm going to run for office. I'm not, we could fucking try. You should. You should be president. I'll be you should be president. Right. And then you can look into the CIA yourself. And then I'll get shot in Dallas. And you'll be like, <laughs> wow, what a crazy coincidence. Conspiracies aren't real, though, because that was a long time ago. <laughs> Whatever. So, everyone... Uh... Conspiracies are real, or maybe not. Yeah. Just to sum up, crazy, crazy people uh, dictate our national discourse. Crazy people are taking violent action. To... And all the frogs are gay. All the frogs are gay. and we have uh, no Excuse idea... me, they're turning into females. Yeah. And our 40 figures are not willing to act upon it. We have no idea where to go from here. Yep. Where do we go from where here? Go from I'm feeling this. <laughs> so, okay. Join our Facebook group and check out our cool website, oopsettalkpolitics.com. And everything's Oopsett Talk Politics. Rate and review on iTunes, all that stuff. Thank you guys for listening to Oopsett Talk Politics. I've been MK Ultra. I've been a gay frog. You stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a false flag attack. Now, I've been the half human, half goat. God Baphomet holding the sign for Comet Ping Pong in my hands. <laughs> we'll start in the podcast. Comraderadio.com, Independent Podcasting Network.